All right, welcome to the code. What do we call it the code? Code catch up. Code catch up. It's not the case of catch up. The code catch up. Um, we got the four. Well, I guess we're, we're owners of code, and we're pretty excited because we're about to release to the world our foil that we've been working on for a while. So um, I kind of wanted to get us all together and share with everyone what it is we're releasing and where they're going to be able to get them and and I guess just a bit of a info for people that are interested. So um, I might start with Dan. Maybe um, you can go through what's what's coming. Uh, yeah, so we're pretty excited. We've got at the moment a call it a, the first drop. Uh, we've got one front wing, 850S, um, paired with either a 75 or an 85 centimetre mast and a medium fuse, which we can get into the length at some stage, and a 150 square centimetre tail called the 150AR. Um, and, yeah, it's working in a lot of different conditions with a lot of different, uh, for a lot of different um disciplines so it's a really good product to be releasing and it's working um across a variety of weights and skill levels so yeah, that's probably a little bit of an introduction for sure um Matt, if i work going through a bit of the the history of how he came up with the 850 and um without giving away any secrets i guess but like why we came up with that size is our first one and um yeah, while we're releasing with that first, so maybe you go to Marcus for that. Um, cool. Um, we did a couple of prototypes and stuff here um, in WA and we were kind of looking for that size wing. A lot of us were using lift at that, that, that stage over here. Um, and we wanted something with just a smidge more um, lift, I guess. So that was kind of what we we're going for lift-wise. Um, and, yeah, I mean, yeah, just to give you a ballpark of where it sits lift-wise, I guess, is that's a that's the good thing. As far as the way it foils and stuff, I'd say it's fairly different. Um, it's It does have a little bit more... Um, bottom end um it's designed just to be an all-around foil i think we were doing we generally in perth are winging a lot and downwind and prone just only through winter um and it was kind of just worked out to be that foil that worked well for me at 65 kilos and dan was still using it at 85 um kind of across all those three disciplines and um so yeah that's kind of um that sort of range we're looking for and then um, we were just trying to over the the course of the prototypes we were looking to make it what it is now really like um we're looking for the qualities of a foil that breaches the tips well um has plenty of glide um, and a big range, so plenty of bottom end, but plenty of top end. Um, 
And yeah, I think that we're all pretty happy with the results. We're pretty confident in what we've done. Um, and yeah, it's just, yeah, I think it's, that was how we came about it. I don't know if I'm missing anything there or went overboard, but it's, um, I think that's kind of the story behind it. What, what was pretty cool last year was um, when we were making the prototypes um, of the front wings and, you know, Marcus and Ben would be collaborating on this kind of digital file and we'd go sit in the back shed of my house where we had the CNC mate, um, set up. We'd spend a week cutting this thing and bagging it with belly Um then you'd get this out on the water and you could see little smidges of things that were really exciting about the the section and the foil and the glide and how easy it was going to come up. And, you know, I remember jumping in the water with Marcus off North Mole here and, um, you know, you could get, you just got these little tastes off these prototypes, which guys like Donnie just kept using for the next three months or something. And then we'd make another one, make another one. And, um, yeah, eventually we committed to a mold and a factory and it, it turned out really, really good, you know? So, um, yeah, that was a really exciting kind of development of the wing. Uh, it, it definitely wasn't a fluke. There was a lot of hard work in it, but just going for that glidey, um, really rangy foil was pretty exciting. Yeah. That's one of the things that everyone that's demoed them. We had two guys demo them here in Scott's head this, this week or just this Saturday. And, um, the, the glide people are blown away with and then the ability that it turns and we'll, they were mainly surf foiling um, but even guys that are wing foiling and guys that um, sort of you know and, and downwind foiling they're, they're so surprised that one the ability to sort of save yourself when you get a bit slow so the low end but then also how quick it goes in a straight line but then also how it turns so it's yeah I remember um when we we're talking about the name of the fall and the S series, which we'll go into, but we were like, I was like, S doesn't stand for surf, does it? And they're like, and the reason I said it's because it's more than just a surf boil. Like it, it does more than just surf. It's to me, it's an all round fall. It does literally downwind wing, bellies, flat water, like dock starting it. Um, and yeah winging downwind surf dock start i don't know what else do you want to do with the foil i feel like that's that's kind of covers all bases yeah yeah belly's a freak with the dock start but won't be everyone's dock start wing but um yeah it's pretty versatile for sure i think um yeah hopefully people find the same um but i think yeah. it's not the only foil we had for like three months and every session i was like oh i'm happy on it like, yeah, I'd go, the first session I had was like a twelve knot downwind, and it was fine. And then the next session was a prone surf; it was fine. So there wasn't another foil I wanted to be on except it. So I was happy to have that one set up for three months, <laughs> and um, yeah, still use it more than most other things anyway. What What is cool too is you guys are like you're intense critics as well, you know. So if you weren't happy with it, it would have. Um, would have been back to the drawing board, you know? Yeah, we've had, I guess we've had other prototypes that have come from the factory and look, there's we know there's things that can be improved, whereas the 850 seemed to be that first one that came in and it was like, 
I tried it. You came down to Sydney and I tried it out. Um, was it winging? I mean, downwind at first. It was super messy conditions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Downwind. Yeah, yeah. you call it downwind, but that's just like Sydney. Sidewind. It was pretty onshore, but it was, he was only there for two days or three days. So I was like, I got to get out and try downwind. That's what I did the first time. And I think I paddled up like first go and I did like a 202 or something, like stupid speeds, like for a foil that's, I guess it's not it's not necessarily a downwind foil, you know, it's not designed specifically for downwind at all. Um and then like turning and oh, it was just then we winged it and I and I surfed it and the um to me the stability in white water was nuts. I did a turn, um I think I put it up on sort of it was a grainy sort of one of a camcorder wasn't the best footage you, you filmed it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't remember. At um, Butterbox. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was like... Oh, the whole place is turbulent. Yeah, it was all turbulent. It was just all mess and like... And I did this late backhand whitewater hit. And I never know why I went for it because it's not a turn I normally go for. But the code 850 on my first surf felt like I had the right to go for it and just fully stuck it like without even a wobble. It was nuts. And that's... Even today we're out surfing a little beach break and... The, the S series just, I don't know, it's crazy. It gives me a lot of confidence in the surf, that's for sure. Attacking sessions I wouldn't normally. Um, so for wingers and um, downwind crew in like real messy water, turbulent water, I feel like it's, I'm excited to hear their feedback because um, in the mess that we're getting in the surf here on the East Coast, it's been really, really good. With what? Yeah, like the messy downwind sections, it's, it's pretty great. Like you can just, you yeah. be super confident. Yeah. You can be pretty radical for a downwind wing. Not mm. that it's a downwind wing, but you yeah. can do things to get you where you want to go um, in some pretty shitty water mm, when you're sure. going downwind, yeah. 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 I think that's kind of been one of the most surprising things for me. Um, we've got the demo in the shop where I work and um, people try it of um kind of all levels and you know just people who are maybe still learning to get their first link ups in the surf or um you know whatever still kind of learning to jibe or whatever they get on it and they they're like really surprised that for some reason it has a bit of a this stigma of being a very like a high performance foil it's i've heard it's come back to me a few times where guys are like oh, i'm not really ready for the code, you know, maybe one day. Um, kind of now I've got the confidence from the people that have tried it and the, the feedback of just saying, no, just try it, you know. We've had a lot of guys of all levels really love it. Um, that's kind of been the most surprising thing for me. And that really, that white water stability, I don't really go there. So, you know, we all used it for a month or two and then Jimmy got on it and he was going places that, yeah, I'm too scared to go. So it's kind of... <laughs> it um, goes good on the shoulder too. Yeah, yeah. Like goes on good the shoulder. I can't... Real stable on the shoulder. It's scary. But, yeah, under lips and stuff, um, it's been really cool to watch Jimmy go to places where I haven't really seen him go previously on it and it's... I think, um, like not many people are going there. Period. So it's um, 
kind of almost getting to surf where it's up under the lip and kind of these weird floaters and stuff. It's cool. I think it's forgiving. It's got a big range and I think people um, should, it seems like people can get along with it pretty well. So yeah, I, I, I taught um, uh, a YouTuber hit me up. His name's Laurie Short. Check him out. He does some pretty cool things. Um, but he, he hit me up. He wanted to learn to foil and he wanted to learn to do a um, double dip where you make a two for one. So paddle into one wave and link link another. That was his goal. He wanted to be able to do that in two weeks. And I was like, oh, oh man, like some people take years to do that. Like it's not that easy a thing to do. And first session, he got pretty close. Like this is on a brand new, like he's he he followed before and he'd done a little bit of toe falling, but on some like older gear. So like pretty dated gear. Um, so I said, okay, if we're going to do this, you got to use the code gear because that's what I'm, that's what I'm, we're just about to launch it. He goes, okay, yeah, let's do that. And in the, we did three lessons and in the first lesson it was pretty good surf, but the period was really big and I was worried he was going to get too much lift. So I put the box pretty far back, um, with the 850, but he literally got up and surfers having a bit of a, he, he surfed, so surfers having a bit of a, you know, generally they stand too far back when they foil and they get too much lift. With the 850, the way I had it set up further back in the box was he could never stand too far back. So that's, that saved his takeoff. So really good for learning <laughs> in terms of learning in the waves for the first time. And then he nearly linked a wave on that first session. It was nuts. And then we had another session that was a little bit crowded with other foilers. And then our final session just, just five days ago um, at Long Rev, really small surf on the 850, he... Um, took off on a first wave of the set, pulled off, like without even pumping pretty much, linked the one behind. He actually thought it wasn't, he thought it didn't count. He's like, oh, that didn't count, did it? I'm like, why not? You were on one wave and you went to another. He's like, I'd have to pump those. Like, yeah, what's, <laughs> maybe that's the foil. <laughs> um, and so he said, oh, I want to do another one. So we waited like another, you know, it was pretty slow. We waited another 25 minutes and another wave came. We got the first wave of the set, pumped about 30 meters to the wave behind, turned, and I thought he turned too early. I thought he'd blown it. But he just continued to pump and the wave caught up to him and he linked it. And I'm like, dude, you're a freak. <laughs> like, no one, people take like years to do that. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. I guess my training's paid off. Pretty, like, pretty intensive for two weeks. But I'm excited to see that progression because I got a lot of footage. But um, it just shows that it's a good foil to learn on, especially for surfers, I think. Because um, like I remember when I was teaching my brother on a on a go fall setup, which is generally more front footed. He's always been a very back footed surfer. He was just launching into the air, and so I should call him up the other day. I said, "Mate, you got to try our new foils because he's just been surfing lately." I said, "We'll get you back on the foil when we get our new code gear." He's like, "Okay." And I said, "I think it'll work better for you because it's that little bit more back footed than the go fall setup because he was just any sort of turbulence, he'd go flying with the you know the original stuff. It's like five years ago we're talking." Um, but yeah, pretty cool. I reckon how it's like we like you said, it's not necessarily, a, it's definitely not a performance foil, and a lot of people get freaked out by the size of it. Eight fifty being pretty small, but it's it's a pretty lifty eight fifty, really. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of guys here, you know. Then they take you you kind of go past or you're out there and you see the um, there's always someone with it as a demo and they're bumping around, and it's um. 
it's really good to see, you know. So, and sometimes you go out there and we've got a few sets floating around because obviously here we've done a lot of testing. You might look out to see and there's four or five people on Code Gear like pumping around the back, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's exciting to see. And there's only one wave in Perth, so everyone is on it. Yeah. You've downloaded out a fair bit. Yeah. I reckon, and I think What's the, the size, yeah. All the feedback's been really good. I mean, it's, I mean, we try to stay humble and chilled about it, but yeah, it's been really positive. And, you know, I don't give the person my opinion when they take it. I just like, just go for a spin. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, yeah, everyone's come back, yeah, pretty over the moon. And like on the learning side of things, it's, I think the size is a benefit that you can, that you can pack the lift into a small foil because there's less foil to kill you. So it's like, you know, if you each you're in the water, there's less foil that's going to come after you. <laughs> so yeah, it can be kind of high aspect still, high aspect ish, but not crazy spam. So it's still that's kind of what's given it a little bit of that kind of magic, I guess. But yeah, it gives it that that yeah. yeah, I think it's that stiffness across the whole setup to mast from. You know, all the joins, they're really stiff. Everything kind of transfers to a little bit more efficiency. What yeah. was the word? What was the what was the word for the whole design process, Dan? Is it meat? Oh yeah, yeah. Give it some so more, meat. more meat. It's always a millimeter or a millimeter. Or then you kind of go backwards and be like, <laughs> a bit more meat, thanks, Dan. Yeah, we're talking to the vegetarians here too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fully. Yeah, I guess that's another thing. I mean, that's part of the control feeling that you feel in the turbulence. It's probably one of the most noted noted differences between the code gear and other stuff. I guess fuse size. Mm. It's quite kind of chunky. Um, Meeting. and the. Meeting. Yeah, the meeting. Yeah. And the way it all is, it's been designed around like good connections and stiff connections and like less connections, I guess. No, the front wing bolts directly to the mast with a big fuse. So there's, you know, there's a gap from the front wing to the mast, and you don't want the fuse twisting and stuff like that. So there's, there's thought has gone into that. It's not like we've gone, oh, we just need a a, hot, a a slick fuse that needs to be, the fuse needs to be stiff too. It's like, yeah, people look at mass stiffness and, you know, there's so much more to it than that. There's connections and um, front wing stiffness, fuse stiffness, twist, you know. Um, it's all built into it that tail even the tails you know a lot of the prototyping that we did with the the tails it was no they were squishy you know how do we stiffen this up go back to the drawing board work out these blends a little bit better um Mm. the 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 mounting area we had to make bigger because it was yeah yeah we changed that so many times um thin 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 to the point that it was not working and then it came thick then it was too thick then we came back in so we're pretty 
happy that we've refined it so much. Then you can make and those things. Oh, sorry, you can make oh, everything super aerodynamic and small, and but you lose all what you gain because every time you put energy into your foil, there's just so much plex and twist. So, what I feel like with our chunky setup, we don't lose any energy when we pump, and we gain so much more from that than what we would from a smaller fuse. So the, mm -hmm. the trade-off is works in the favor of a, a more chunky fuse with like way better connections. Yeah, more direct. Oil before ours was a one-piece everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and um, you know that that confidence um, can lead to less drag because you're more confident. You've got more feel to ride higher, so you're taking mast out of the water, things like that. You know, when it comes to downwind, pretty important. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think um, the timing was pretty good. You know, we saw a lot of when I left um, GoFoil, I was trying a lot of brands, and it was kind of the first time I tried lots of brands. And the the biggest thing that prevented me from joining a lot of companies was um, was the lack of stiffness. You know, like the any flex just felt horrible, um, and the uh the, the high modulus axis mast was pretty much the reason I joined axis and so for you for when, when you guys were designing all this stuff there was this push for stiffness for the first time in in the industry I feel like in the foiling industry everyone was sort of thinking more about um I don't know like speed and there were companies marketing flex as a good thing you know that which was like not that long ago um but but I, I feel like when you guys were designing all that stuff, it was there was a um, a lesson that we could learn from other foiling brands' mistakes, I guess, and or, or what what they'd learned. So they were all going stiffer. You know, the Armstrong mast um, eighteen months ago was a was a noodle, in, in from what I tried, um, and they've now come out with a stiffer mast. The the Axis carbon mast before the high modulus mast was also super flexy, but the Alley one was stiffer. Um, and all, all these brands, even within the fuse, um, there was just, you've just seen Lyft come out with a stiffer mask. You've seen Unifor come out with a stiffer mask. So it was kind of lucky in that we'd learned those lessons from other brands and were able to design our, design the system around stiffness, rigidity, and um, no compromise for that. Whereas other brands have had, but they can't really change their system too much because it's not going to work on there. You guys bring it back to even the board designs, like you're all, you know, if there's any flex in that connection anywhere and, you know, even going back, I don't know, 18 months, there was a lot of, you could feel flex in some of those boards, but now it's like rock solid, you know, and that transfer between the pump and the foil, it's maximum efficiency and it's so important. Yeah, big time. Um, yeah, we were definitely kind of, um, I guess, lucky to come into it when we did. You know, I'm sure if we came into it early days, like the other companies we just mentioned, I'm sure we would have done the same thing. We would have had super slick gear. Um, it's just evolving and we've come into it at a point where... Um, yeah, I guess we, we've been foiling most of us 
well, all of us since kind of the early days. So we're in a lucky position as well, for sure. Pretty privileged to come into it now, I think. Um, it's definitely, obviously, no sort of genius thing there. All the brands have, have you know, changed to that stiffer thing like you were just saying. And it's kind of, we've released, we're releasing now with only a high modulus mask because... We know that's the better option, same as every other brand now. So yeah, it's um, yeah, it's not like we nailed that <laughs> or anything. It's we reinvent the wheel. <laughs> I remember, like for two two years, I had a one piece everything, and I'd give people a go, and they'd just tell me that my whole setup's way too stiff. <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel shit. It's too stiff. I'm like, oh. but I couldn't actually foil anything because I couldn't. I was just too unco as soon as I had any flex. And yeah. with our connections and the way, with all the meat we've got in them, it's on par with the one-piece foil that I'd glassed all together and which obviously wasn't um, something you can sell. <laughs> it's like there's only one or two of them on the planet and I feel like our I could go from that foil straight to ours and I, I think that was the first time I've ever been able to go from my one-piece setup to another foil and not wobble off like a first-time beginner. Yeah. So it's, it says a lot about, I think, and most of that is in the chunky blends and and connections. Yeah. It is hard to um, get used to something else, though, isn't it? Like, you know, I know for those guys who would have used yours and said it was too stiff, they just would have had that muscle memory from using yeah. the Flexi one. And it would have been felt the same as when you jumped on their gear. I'm like, whoa, this is impossible um like i jumped on someone else's gear totally different to ours the other day while he had a go on mine and i was like couldn't use it <laughs> it just took me like three waves to even you know kind of make it foilable it's just um yeah i think your body has a lot to answer for there where it just has that muscle memory you can't yeah. get lost we um yeah. demoed it out to a mate of mine benny raymond just earlier today and he's coming from a lift setup and um I guess the original or the older lift mask and he was he was saying that he would have to time his turns differently because he was used to a little bit of like he was his brain had adapted to the flex. So when he was doing turns, he'd sort of spring out of them. And he was saying, you know, he said like one of the hardest things for him to learn while he's like while he's out there today was adapting to the stiffness. And he's like, look, it's it's definitely nicer, but it was for him. It was something that was harder compared to yeah. what he was used to, which is exactly what you were saying. Um, let's. Um, I think that's a fair bit of talk about the eight fifty and and the S series. Do we know what the S stands for? Did we come up with a, a name for that? Is it? I think it's code for something, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about when they are available and where they are available. So maybe Bongi, you can you can tell us that. Yeah, I hope I remember everything. Yeah. You guys can remind me. Um let's start <laughs> right. So California first. Um Josh at the foil shop. Um Hawaii, wet feet. Um Jeff Jeff, Jeff Chang. I guess from there. Surf FX in Queensland, Australia, WSS, 
in um, Sydney, Australia. Sammy Parker. Sam, um, stand up surf shop or the foil shop in Fremantle in WA. Where are you going there? Yeah, North. Screwed myself here. Japan, I reckon. Japan, yeah. So Vagabond Surf. Um, where to now, Jimmy? Uh, why don't we go to Switzerland? Switzerland, they're not selling them yet. Okay, we'll go to Spain. <laughs> Spain, uh, Win, Win uh, Paradise. Win Paradise, yeah. Yep, in Spain. And that's that, that's Zavi, isn't it? That's Zavi, yeah. Yeah. And that is it. For now. I really hope for now. Yeah, but there's a few other guys um with some demos and probably yeah, we'll have a few other retailers for the second run, which will be in a couple of months. Um, but yeah, they're the ones to go to for now for a demo and a yeah, and a try out and <laughs> chat chat about I guess chat to the shop about what's coming and yeah, if you if you like what you try, whack an order down because that's you don't want to run out. Don't want to don't want to miss out. I guess because we we haven't made we haven't made many. There aren't many of these foils out there yet. That's just the way of starting up a business. I guess we're we're really worried about running out <laughs> because uh, we're really happy with how they're going. Um, and what about the date? Maybe we just go to Marcus. What 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 date are we going with for the release? Not far off. Twenty uh, fifth. Is going to be the official release date, um, so yeah, it should be on the shelf of all those places by then. It's on the yeah. air or on the water or whatever now. So um, yeah, pretty excited and nervous. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all happening. So yeah, and if, I guess if there's any shops that that want to be selling our foils, hit us up because. Um, I guess for our, you know, we got to start talking and we'll have to, we're just doing an order for the, for the next run, which we'll, what we'll talk about now is what's coming. And if anyone's been following along on our website or our Instagram, you, you might've noticed um, some other sizes in the S series, um, the 720, which I've really been loving um, and the 980, which I, um, I've also been loving for different reasons, but um. I don't know, Dan, do you want to talk about what what those are and I guess I guess and when they're available? It's the first um step up and the first step down in in the in the S range. And I think um it's a good point of difference of ours is that we're not going to have too many ranges. Um there's going to be a familiarity amongst the front wings and they kind of go up in size or down in size and We've got more than those, but they're all prototypes at the moment. We're thoroughly testing them, but the 720 and the 980 we've tested and we're releasing, uh, and that's on the second drop. Um, I'm a little bit... Um, I'm at 83 kilos, and I'm loving the 980. And in the winter in Perth, um, the river, you kind of default to the river because there's a lot of seaweed in the in the ocean um, on the northerly storms, and the 980 just holds the speed of those kind of bumps really well it's a really really fun foil to use and um i know chad uh, who's a bigger guy as well he's been proning it and he was out there today ripping so um yeah the 980 i'm really excited about i haven't tested 720 a lot but you guys have 
I've been loving it. <laughs> I've been loving the 7.20. In the surf, it's off the chain, in my opinion. Doesn't lose too much pump either. Like, I literally felt like I stalled on foil today, like, on this shallow sandbank. I, I should have, like, there was, I had no right to come out of the, the turn I did. And I, it was shallow. There was current. And I literally, like, you know, you'd, people about like grave digging, like you, you sort of pump so far down that like there's no speed that you've got nowhere, like nowhere to go. Literally generated speed and pumped back out. It was, it was a pretty cool feeling like to be able to get away with what I did, but just yeah, yeah what it gets to the next level. Like the 850, I love for what, what it hits, but the, the 720, as you'd expect being a bit smaller is kind of next level. <laughs> but, yeah, the, um, boys, the boys over here just love that 720. They've been all over it and, um, Oh, we did it down into the other day. I took the 980 and it's it's good because you recognize it from the 850. You've been using the 850 for a while and you, you get on the 980 and it's it's the kind of the same thing, but same, same, but different kind of thing, you know? Cool. And um, yeah, it was it was epic. It didn't lose a lot of speed like you'd expect. Um, it was holding with um, swell, you know, it was a you know 20 knot Perth day with, um, I don't know, two and a half, three meter swell and it was holding a swell. So yeah, it's a sick, sick foil to 980. Mm. Yeah, it's um, and we've also got um, yeah, so 980 and 720. What we're coming in, and they're probably we don't want to really say a date because we don't let anyone down. Um, but it'll be coming into the Aussie summer, I guess. So Southern Hemisphere summer, they'll all be on the shelves, I, I'd imagine. But if everything goes to plan, you know, you can't yeah. promise anything, but. That's what we're yeah. aiming for anyway. Yeah, extra tails uh, and extra fuses. Yep. And that's um, coming with it with the 720 and 980, which is, you know, just every brand's got ways you can kind of change. You know, some people like more, uh, I guess, more glide out of their pump, which I guess the longer fuse kind of gives you like a lower cadence. Some people like to turn a bit tighter with the shorter fuse and, Sort of sacrifice that sort of or you have to do a bit of a high cadence pump and then obviously the tails more stability less stability um more speed less speed all that sort and of stuff with the tail the tail like yeah there's more that more flexibility you know long fuse smaller tail because and or some days you might go the bigger tail and the cool thing is like shimming and the boys over here yeah. they just go so nuts it's like a it's like a university degree on shimming you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they shim more than I do. That's for sure. I don't think about it too much. But um, actually, I tell, last time I shimmed, I think I sent a message to our group chat just to make sure I did it right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they want to go faster. Is this right? I was second guessing myself, <laughs> but I got it right, and, I, and it went quicker. It did go faster for me. But um, I can't. I don't think I've used a shim for three months. We when you dropped the when I first tried the foil, I had a shim. Yeah, I gave you one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I gave the shim away and I haven't used it since. And like I, I feel like it sets up pretty spot on, straight out of the box. Yeah. But um, yeah, like this little specialty things, like if you're going trying to go a little bit quicker downwind, you could flatten out the rear a little bit. But um, you know, it sets up. It's nothing comes for free, you know. You got to sacrifice a little bit, but yeah, it sets up pretty good. Or like, if you're gonna have one set up with no shims, it's that's the way it comes out of the box, in my opinion. Mm. 
you got if you're a shimmer, you're a shimmer. Like it doesn't matter what brand you're on, you're gonna be shimming. Yeah, you're gonna be cutting up credit cards, whatever. <laughs> I liked how you explained it the other day, Dan, um, as trimming. Because yeah, yeah, like when you when you when you fly planes, like you're um there's a little thing called a trim wheel. I, I remember this because dad is a pilot and he used to take me up and yeah, you could effectively not fly the plane with anything but your feet and this little thing called the trim wheel. And it's obviously flattening out the tail or giving yourself more incline, I guess, is what you'd call it. Um, yeah, that was a that was a pretty intense um, group chat. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up 85 messages between you boys. <laughs> 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 oh, we got to the bottom of it though, didn't we? I think we got yeah. to the bottom of it. Yeah. You you were the bloody ones. Back on track, boys. It's like get back yeah. to work. Back do something. Yeah. Do something productive. Yeah. Well, I think that's yeah, pretty that's cool. The one thing with oh. the future, I think, is probably um compared to other brands, is that the sizes are not the the change isn't huge. Um Actually, I'm not actually sure compared to other brands, but I know there's a couple of brands out there where the jumps are quite big, like 10 centimetres or something nearly. Ours is like 30 mil. Um, and I've found that the short one's really good for like um, for winging, for jumping. The short one, you like that change of angle really quick. The pop you can get with a jump is is way better. Um, with just a 30 mil change, I kind of surf with the medium, ding with the um, short or small and downing with the long. And it's um, just with that, I guess, what's the change? 60 mil difference between the three. It's really noticeable. It was um, originally we did the 30 mil gap because that's the gap of the bolts. And we were thinking maybe one day of future-proofing something where you could have a one fuse that you could have the three sizes in with with six holes. Um, and that was kind of how we come with the measurement. But for me, I've found it, like, perfect. I, I think two much shorter than the short, for me personally, um, it would be too much pitch instability when I'm winging. Um, and longer would be too stiff for pumping downwind but um i'm sure people will want longer and shorter and you know that's something for us to um be playing with in the future but i think it's a pretty good spread as far as you know our second release goes those those measurements um i'm sure at some stage we'll end up with an extra small on a an extra large extra large might be good for learners or something um but like my partners used our kit winging and she's pretty she hasn't got any water sports background and she learned to wing on um some really nice axis gear with the standard fuse which is quite long um and she got on, on our gear and found it pretty pretty stable so that was encouraging i think she found it a fair bit more lively because of the area of the wing is so much smaller um but yeah as far as the fuse lengths goes that's kind of um was pretty encouraging, I think, with that little test with um, with her on it. Um, but yeah, I think that as far as the second release goes, that's pretty good and will cover most people's bases. Um, it'll be one of those things that we'll, those shops will probably have demos and try it, see what you like. 
Yeah, exactly. I think um, it's exciting times. We There's probably a few other things we'd want to talk about, but we're probably best zipping our lips and keeping it a secret until we've progressed a bit further down the R&D sort of phase. But, um, yeah, the 920 and this sorry, the 980 and the 720, I guess, is what's next. But the 850 is really what we're excited about for the moment because that's been thoroughly tested and um, and obviously the 720 and 980 as well, but it's a little bit further behind in mm. terms of the orders. But that in, was... In the first release, we've got the two mask sizes too. Oh, yeah, the 75 and 85, which is... Yeah. Um, exciting because uh, Sam over here at WSS Forwards always hits me up. Have you got an 85 mask yet? Have you got an 85 mask I can borrow? I'm like, no, mate. They're doing some pretty heavy testing over in WA. We'll, we'll get one soon, though. Don't worry. Um, it's, yeah. been, it's been, uh, it's, it's funny because I think 75 and 85 is a great, great two great lengths, but I, I just feel like <laughs> eventually there'll be one that's somewhere in between and but we gotta start somewhere. Um and uh yeah, it's they're, they're like the same with the fuses. There's gonna be lengths that everyone everyone wants to fine tune their setups to exactly kind of what, what it needs to be. But um I've really been enjoying the seventy five, like we said before, because the tips breach so well on that S series. But yeah, it's been uh been good. Been good. Mm. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I think that's all we wanted to sort of get out there, talk about, I guess, how it all came to be and get people excited about what's coming because it's all about to hit shops real soon. So um, good to have a little meeting as well with the, with the game. The next two weeks is going to be amazing and Marcus is doing the presentation at your university presentation, final <laughs> thesis. <laughs> and uh, you guys are doing one of, like that's a big thing coming up really visiting oh yeah shop. the info nights yeah yeah exactly right oh, and, no. um, you, you guys are here so, yeah <laughs> sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, what, what are you doing <laughs> on the 30th at stand up surf show yeah <laughs> just cut that bit out Jimmy I never went to university. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what a thesis is. <laughs> no, the, yeah, but then you guys are going like later on in July, you'll be visiting some of the shops internationally as well, hey? Yeah, I'm doing the 30th as well at WSS Boards. Bit of an info night, have all the gear there and sort of just kind of like we've done down here, talk about what we like about it and and just answer any questions, I guess, that people have. But um, Yeah, I'm going to Surf FX. I don't think we've made a date yet, but we'll make one soon. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for dates. Check out the Code Falls Instagram. There's <laughs> dates to be on there. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, isn't it? That's that's pretty well. That's all we want to t- chat about. Yeah. Just try them out. <laughs> Get out there. If Yeah, all the shops in Australia anyway have demos. A bunch of shops internationally do too, so... The, the the best the best way to try it out and and feel for yourself is demoing it. That's and we've we've made a point of making sure shops do have demos because um try before you buy. That's you, you know if you like it or not. We'd we'd hate for someone to buy it and not like it. So get out there and try it and you'll know 
once you try it, you want it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best bet. Like people come into the shop and ask me about it. It's kind of awkward talking about something you made. And it's just, it's so much less awkward conversation. When I'm like, just try it, <laughs> use it. And you tell me what you think. I don't want to talk up something <laughs> that I've made and I'm selling. It's, it's a weird talk it up and then it's awkward if they love it and they're just telling you how much they love it i feel even more awkward <laughs> like, oh, yes. i'm glad you love it <laughs> no it's more awkward if they try it and they come back say everything you said that it didn't do yeah, it. <laughs> it hasn't happened though. i haven't had that yet so yeah one day i'll just tell them they're wrong no oh i think i'm gonna wrap it up we're gonna go to bed and you guys are probably at dinner or something to do but Thanks everyone for listening and we'll try to do these, I don't know, every every so often. We've got something to share. We'll try to get on on the on the screen and, and talk to you about it. But um yeah, thanks, crew. Catch ya. See ya.